0: Hi, my name is Frankie. Thank you for listening to my mom. I never listen. Literally on the road with nothing but Ned and Coach LaFleur from UMass. Coach, thank you so much for being with us.
1: Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate being here and uh, and you taking the time.
0: Listen, we're excited about what you're doing at UMass. I mean, I know you're on Tory's staff and he left to take the pit job, but for you, what, what has been um, something that's been really familiar or what's been something very different?
1: Well, I mean, just the support here um, that I knew that existed obviously being here five years on the staff before getting a head coaching job, the support here from the community, from administration um, has been off the charts. And, you know, we, we haven't won as many games that I, as I would have hoped at this point, but I think the support uh, that's wrapped around our team and from the community. And again, administration, other teams here um, has been really, really welcomed and welcomed from a, from our entire program. And I really appreciated that. Um, you know, one thing that's new, it's funny. I joked with our team early in the season, like that, that this job moving over one seat hasn't felt that much different for me because I feel like I've had a lot of responsibility on staff, you know, different. Um, but, but I've really enjoyed just delivering the daily message and to keep us charted on a path that I want to make sure we continue to go on. And, you know, despite our record, again, not being what I hoped it would be, you know, I I know and I continue to preach to our team that we're close, you know, and I think we really turned a corner starting Atlantic 10 play from a belief standpoint and from a basketball standpoint. As I'm going to tell them and remind them today, like our last four games, we've had leads in the second half. And three of our last four games, we've had leads in the fourth quarter. And again, it's just now believing. And, and figuring out a way how to close those games. When I look at
0: UMass as a brand, I think, obviously, on the men's side, there's been such great history there. Mm-hmm. And hiring Frank Martin, to me, was a, a big boost for the administration, knowing what kind of character and kind of coach Frank Martin is from his time at South Carolina at K-State. K- And I look at UMass women and I think a very similar way, but a more recent history because you've had success in the A-10. And so you're sort of a derivative of some of that success. Obviously, you've been a part of championship teams there. Uh, When you're looking at this time of year, Coach, and you're thinking about situations in the game and, you know, like you said, you've had some leads that have dissipated late. What are are ways that you keep your kids believing? Because you also use the word believe in there as well.
1: Well, I think just staying really, really consistent with the messaging and again, making sure they understand all the really good things that we've been doing in games and how we've been growing. Um, You know, we have 10 new players and I just talked with a couple of our point guards today about remaining positive in our huddles on the court because, you know, the relationships just aren't established because of time. You know, where I think in the past, like we can really get on each other in those moments um, the relationships haven't been established yet. So continuing for the players to continue to stay positive with each other, I think, is a real, real key. And then for me personally, I think um, just trying to find the the go-to players or maybe go-to plays when we need a bucket. You know, I've tried different yeah. different combinations. And that's something that, you know, we we're really fortunate to have in the past. I mean, we had two-time Atlantic 10 Player of the Year, Sam Breen, and and we could just throw it to her and something was she was going to make something happen whether it was for herself or for someone else and we're still trying to figure that out and that's it's something i hope we would have figured out by this time but again it's something we're still growing through and learning through
0: you also had Philoxi, the great point guard and sydney taylor who could score on the wing you had a lot of really good pieces so you know when you're when you're looking at some of the things that it took to win that championship and to play in the NCAA tournament, like, like you guys were able to do where what's the carryover and is there any, and with 10 new faces, it's a part of college basketball now, right? I mean, everybody is dealing with trying to put chemistry together. So, you know, like what's next.
1: Well, the carryover honestly is, is has to be my messaging because we have a relatively new staff as well. And even our three players that did return from last year's team, Two of them, all three, are seeing significant playing time. Two of them are starting, but as I was talking with them the other day, like they weren't always a part of those on-court huddles, huddles late in games. You know, for them, this is a new experience um, as well in terms of how many minutes they're getting. So again, it's I I can't remind myself enough that every day walk into practice is is about teaching. And sometimes it's about teaching on-court leadership. Sometimes it's about teaching self-motivation, team motivation. Um, You know, some days it's about teaching, hey, we need to get excited for this play and we need to give high fives here. And other days it's about teaching we're going to enter the ball in the post from free throw line or below. You know, so I think it's for my staff and I, just constant and continual reminders that we're really teaching everything. And, you know, I've been a part of it. Um, the winning tradition here and building it here, and it's it's continuing to remind my staff um, how it will happen in our team as well.
0: I like this time of year for the reasons that you're just stating because most of what we've talked about so far has been about chemistry and connection and trying to make sure you're building the right relationships with your with your players and and trying to you know put everybody in the right spots. You know, it's such a big puzzle. I don't know if anybody, I know coaches realize, but your fans and fans of the game sometimes don't understand how much time it takes to put all those pieces together. You know, uh, there's some that are on a short timetable and there's others that have a longer timetable vision. Where where are you in your process and your vision of, you know, the things that you want to do?
1: Well, I think for me, um, just establishing what I want the program to be about um this first year, you know and and just preaching to our team like I want us to be the most competitive, the most vocal, and most together team we can be every day, and that's really been a consistent message um for me and a and a message I've shared with the team daily, and I feel really good about that, you know, in terms of the time for uh table you know i'm a I'm a coach and i I want instant gratification as much <laughs> as much as our players do, but again, I can't stress enough the amount of support from the community, from, from coaching friends, the text messages I get that are encouraged by, you know, our continued improvement. And by just, I think the trust um, in me and in our process. And as hard as it, as hard as it is to remind myself of that, you know, after some tough losses recently, I think it does make me feel good that I know we're doing the right things. I know we're coaching and, and building relationships the right way. Um, you know, I thought the relationship building would come a little quicker, um, because I, you know, I try and might make myself available for our players and um our three assistants and our whole staff in general, I think are connectors and they're mm-hmm. they're extroverted people. Um, but again, I think it's and, and it takes years to establish those relationships and the and the players you mentioned, you know, Sam Breen, Destiny Filoxi, Sidney Taylor. You know, as I think about how I coached and my role on the staff the last couple of years, you know, there was such a trust there in game, right. halftime adjustment. You know, we're going to do this on a ball yeah. screen on a stagger. You know, it, we, we could do it. And there wasn't a lot of why. It was like, oh, I, I trust him. He knows what he's talking about. He's helped us before. And I think that just comes with time.
0: As we're trying to learn more about you, your style, your philosophy, and I love having this conversation because you say connector, and I think that's such an important word in basketball. And then there's another word that I think at times, being a disruptor is always important. Also, it could manifest itself in, um, you know, a situation in the game where you have to be disruptive with your defense or change your approach offensively. But also, uh, it could mean Overall, being a disruptor in the landscape uh, of the game, you know, when when you're trying to send your message and we're trying to learn more about you, you know, what would be some of the words that would come to your mind about uh, who you are, what you're doing, your philosophy and and how you're putting the pieces together? Yeah,
1: well, as I mentioned earlier, I want there and I, I said this to all of our players in the recruiting process, you know, whether it was freshmen or or our transfers like. I want there to be a consistency to my approach. I want them to know what to expect every day they walk in the gym. You know, there's enough ups and downs in their lives, especially with social media and comparisons. I want them to feel really good about who I'm going to be every day. You know, whether we're winning by 20 or losing by 20, I don't want them to walk on eggshells. So I want to be, I want myself and our staff to be really, really consistent for them. Um, Yeah, I think there's a calmness to my approach in-game. Um, But there's a competitiveness. I'm I'm fiery on the court, especially at practice. You know, I want our players to play with that emotion. Um, You know, as I I told them, and not in a negative way, like, you know, we're not going to be the most talented team many nights, but it doesn't mean we can't win because of our ball movement and win because of our balance. You know, I think, and those are constant messages that I preach. I want our players to feel like they can play with some freedom out there and um, and I'm, I'm just really really consistent with that you know the one challenge and this might be a little bit off topic the one challenge for me moving to this role was like those daily connections and the daily relationship building shooting before practice shooting after practice um, like i'm still trying to find a way to integrate myself into that because that's where so much relationship building comes as an assistant coach and that's something that was a real strength of mine. One, building relationships, but two, really affecting our individual players. And from my seat now, you know, I understand it's a different role and I have, I have to worry about the team, but I think my biggest challenge is trying to find ways that I can f- positively affect everyone's individual experience and, and becoming better players too, you know, and, that, and that's something I'm working through personally. Um, I think, as I approach each day and each practice.
0: Well, I would say as the CEO, having that incredible self-awareness about what your team needs and when they need it and at what point they need it is why you're going to be successful, Coach. And uh, we're literally grateful for your time on the road with us on Nothing But Net. So thank you so much. And we look forward to following your success as the season moves forward. So thank you for being with us. And by the way, nothing's ever off topic on this podcast. (laughs)
1: Thanks so much. Jimmy. really appreciate the time.
0: Good to see you. Good luck. And uh, we'll, we'll keep pulling for you.
1: Safe travels. Take care.
0: Thanks.